Hey everyone, welcome to Free Will, Science, and Religion, the podcast where we like explain why, why absolutely nothing is up to us and why it matters. On the, the episode today on the call is Chandler Klebs, Michael Walsh, uh, Jamie Soden, and David Joseph, and we may get a few more um, people joining us. But uh, the topic today is, it's about two things. One, we're trying to get people to understand you know, why we don't have a free will. And so like Chandler and I and a few of us, you know, in previous episodes have been exploring the, um, the issue of, of, of overweightness, you know, like here in the United States, two thirds of us are overweight. And, you know, sometimes with, with explaining to people why we don't have a free will, you know, it's good to go to the logic. It's good to go to like why cause and effect makes it impossible. Why, a causality makes it impossible, all these things. But another, I think it's really important for, for the world, for people to kind of like understand in a more experiential way, you know, from their own personal experience, you know, they, could, they can put it to the test, why we don't have a free will. So with this idea of, of like, you know, overweightness, I mean, like, you know, I've been trying to lose five pounds for like months and months. Um, a lot of people either like, First of all, you know, people like become overweight, you know, and then when, when, when we become overweight, it sometimes it's really hard to lose that weight. So you would think if we have a free will, that first of all, we wouldn't eat more than, than we um, needed to, you know, we wouldn't come, become overweight in the first place. And secondly, once we're overweight, considering that, you know, I think most people who are overweight, I think, want to lose weight. You know, um, that it would just be as simple as like, you know, at every meal, okay, you know, I'm not going to eat beyond a certain point. I'm going to like, you know, three quarters full, whatever. So, so that's, and, and the idea behind this is like, again, two thirds of people in the United States are overweight. People are being shamed about being overweight. People feel guilty about it. I think this is like, if we focus on this issue, I think, you know, we can really move it. You know, people will follow our lead. And the second part of this theme, you know, addresses how we're going to do that. Um, Chandler and I yesterday were talking about how sometimes it's better, more effective to lead people to an understanding of this through asking questions than to simply explain things to them. This, this is like the Socratic method. You know, Socrates, the greatest Greek philosopher, you know, when you, if you ask a series of questions, then people can figure things out on their own in the, with the same kind of processes, same kind of logical processes that we've used. So, actually, uh, maybe there's three components to this. So, basically, what, um, what we want to do is we want to start, like, um, posting articles in our blog, our Free Will, Science, and Religion blog, and on Facebook, a few other venues, where we'll use the, the issue of overweightness as our theme, but then we'll, we'll take polls and we'll ask people, why is it that some people can maintain their weight, not gain weight, you know, and then like, you know, of, and while others can't, why, why, and why, why can't, you know, and the other part of it is, you know, or lose weight, you know, why can people, you know, maintain their weight, not gain weight, or lose weight, and other people can't, right, so like, 
so the idea behind this, so like, let's say we get answers, you know, this is a poll, kind of like an open-ended poll, you know, one line answer, whatever, kind of like a tweet. And then here, the, the strategy behind this is then our next question is very simple because this, this applies to weight, this applies to any kind of choice that we could possibly imagine. Then our next question would be, all right, so why is it? Um, let, let's say that, that the answer to the first question is, well, because the other person, one person has more willpower than, than the other, right? That explains it, right? So, because like the, the one answer we, we can't allow is for people to say, well, it's because they have a free will. So that's like begging the question. That, that doesn't work. So they have to have, you know, give a different answer. So like if they, if they say, if the answer, if one of the answers is like, well, one person has more free will than the other, then the question becomes, the second question, why does one person have more free will than the other? Okay, and then the answer to that one might be, well, maybe because like their parents, you know, raised them to be very conscientious or whatever it is. But the point of this is that like whatever they say, our question, our answer to that, which is the next question is, well, why did, you know, why did, let's say, some parents, um, whatchamacallit, teach, you know, a person, to, um, their kid or whatever, to be conscientious and the other not? And so, like, with this process, in, I would guess, three, four, maybe five, step, five steps at most, we can reach a point where the person who's asserting the, the, the you know, the person, you know, about this, free, this weight thing that people can freely choose to eat or not, I think those people will, will, you know, by the fourth, fifth step, realize that things that are not in our control, like how our parents raised us, or if they said, well, some, maybe it's biological, maybe it's genetic, maybe some people just, you know, naturally gain weight, whatever. So, but the, the thing is, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a method. It's a method of in two, three, four steps, maybe five, getting people to, on their own, understand this so like all right that's the basic um concept i think this has maybe another part the last part is like so we want to put together this database in other words like when you think about it there's probably i can't i can't believe there will be more than 10 15 different reasons you know first tier explanations like for why people you know can lose weight or why people gain weight and others don't know all right, so, but the idea is we want to collect, you know, the whole body of them, right? And then, like, then we want to collect, you know, the body of, of second-tier answers and third-tier answers. And once we're there, um, I think we're ready to, to uh, build an app. You know, I, I, you know, I was just looking online. There are some free app-building, you know, programs, Windows, Mac. And, you know, we'll have a product. We'll just, like, have a way to just, like, put it out there um, and, and just, you know, just very easily show people, lead people to this understanding. All right, guys, that's the basic premise. Uh, let's open it up. What do you guys think? Uh, well, George, that was a great introduction. And first I want to say the idea is so brilliant. And th this is actually very excellent because I – because you know, I was I was listening to our our episode from yesterday, and in the description of the last podcast, I included a question, so everyone will be able to to read that. Um, 
basically a sentence summing up the idea of why are some people able to lose and maintain weight while others continue to gain weight or stay obese. And so we already, I started with that question and I actually posted that question to a number of sites on Yahoo, on Quora, on, on my Facebook page and in our Free Will Science and Religion forum. So I think it's a great question to start out with and I think your ideas are great as far as we can really expand on this. So yeah, um, we're already off to a great start, and so I want to hear what our other co-hosts think of this. So I was going to ask, um, what would the uh, app actually do? What what would it do exactly? All right, let's let's you know we, we have a name for the app. Why we, why you don't have a free will or something like that? And so like you know they press a button that start right you know um, to begin the process. So then the the next screen will say something like. We're gonna we're gonna um, explore. We're gonna find out why don't we have a, we don't have a free will, uh, using the question of why people can maintain their weight, not gain weight, and lose weight, and others can't. That's gonna be our theme. So then they click to to um, another you know screen whatever, and in that screen, you know after we've done this preliminary research, let's say we have ten. 15 possible answers, right? So, you know, we'll pose the question and it'll be a multiple choice, you know, um, A, B, C, D, whatever. And we'll ask the person, pick the, uh, the reason that seems the strongest, you know, pick one out of the 10 or 15 that you believe is the, the, the main reason. Okay, so they pick a question, right? And let's say they pick, you know, well, because it's genetic. Okay, and, and that's an easy one. So like, so then um, the next question for the, because like you realize these second tier questions are going to be tailored to the uh, answers to the first tier question, the, the original question. So in this one, the, the, the next question will be, well, um, do, do you believe that we have control over what genes we inherit from our parents? You know, and like, so it, it, in this one, in just two easy steps, we've arrived at some, again, sometimes it might take three, four, five, but, but that's the basic structure, David. Right. Okay. That sounds really good. Yeah. But um, I, can, I can already see that people will just say that uh, you're using it as an excuse. That's what, that's what the hardliners will say. Well, good. That's excellent, David. So what happens is like, let's say, let's say um, we create the app. And we get them to understand it. We, we've won the logical argument, and then then we'll help them through it. We'll, we'll you know the next screen will say like, I bet you're thinking that people will just use this as an excuse to 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 um, gain weight and to not lose it, right? And then we can create a, a second series of questions, um, and this, this these won't necessarily be about you know whether we have free will or not naturally, but we can ask them. Why do you think people um, will not, you know, just simply use this as an excuse? And one answer, and, you know, so again, a multiple choice. One of them might be, well, because we're um, hardwired to seek pleasure and avoid pain. And people will realize that if they don't, you know, lose weight or whatever, or if they you know, gain weight, that, you know, there'll be consequences. And so, so, David, yes, I think, like, once we've explained to them, we want to lead them to it, and there might even be like, so once they get that, you know, maybe we might end up with like, 
well, how do you think you know our world understanding this will be will create a, a much better world for everyone? All right, sounds good. Yeah, um, David, you you brought up a great point. People often will will say that yeah, well, people are just making an excuse to of uh, to be fat or gain weight. Just like people commonly accuse us when we talk about the free will issue, they say, oh, you're just making excuses for bad behavior, and. But here's an interesting way we can respond to that is, well, if people had this free will that lets them really do whatever they want, why would they need to make an excuse? Why would somebody need to make an excuse if they could just do whatever they wanted and it really allowed them to just lose weight? Then they wouldn't need to um, come up with a philosophical excuse for why they can't lose weight. Chandler, that's perfect. So in, even in, in answers to those objections, we can like continue to explain to them why they don't have a free will. Brilliant. Yeah, it really is a great idea, George, because no matter how you slice it, any objection somebody can have, any there's always, well, why would this be? Why, why? What's the cause of that? We do basically the toddler method of why, why, why. Absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. So I, I was just going to say, it also kind of goes against the idea of shaming someone. If you think they have free will, yet you're trying to shame them into doing something. You're trying to create a cause or a reason to make them do something, yet you're also saying that they have free will. David, awesome. Absolutely. Again, we, we can like have these, these like side questions or these, these secondary you know, questions that will help them expand their understanding you know, based on what they say. Yeah, that's a great point because that's what people believe. I've read, and when I was searching on Google about this, that people say, well, if we shame them, then that will cause them to lose weight. And people believe that by shaming people, that's going to cause them to change their behavior. So in other words, what they're saying is that people can be caused to do things and that they don't have a free will that nullifies those influences. Exactly. All right, let's keep going around. Michael, what do you think? I think it's uh, kind of interesting that we're talking about this on uh, Thanksgiving weekend, which is the time <laughs> when traditionally in America people gain a lot of weight. I mean, <laughs> last, uh, last Thursday I must have gained about 10 pounds given how much food I was offered uh, it's just very weird. Um, I mean, I personally, I, I never really had much of a weight issue. I've, I've always been thin most of my life. I, I do now notice because I'm in my 30s that my, my metabolism is slowing down to the point where I can't, I simply can't pick out on junk food like the way I did when I was in my 20s. So it is starting to, to affect me. Um, but my big issue, though, in terms of changing things about me, I mean, I am trying to get a little bit more into shape, but I have I have an issue with uh, with smoking. Uh, I, I've been I've been a, I've been an on and off smoker pretty much since I was 16, and I've been trying to quit that. And there's a lot of parallels to trying to quit smoking with also trying to lose weight, because it is uh, it is an addiction in the same way where you don't really necessarily have control over it there's something going on in the brain in the in, in the in the brain of smokers where nicotine just gives them a tremendous amount of satisfaction that just simply doesn't have that effect on people who aren't addicted to to nicotine and, and who don't smoke very very similar thing a lot of parallels between them between uh, the two all right michael two points first um i think that you know Conceivably, we could actually give on this app the uh, the um, the person who's using it an option, a choice. 
you want to like explore why you don't have a free will from the context of weight, from the context of smoking, from the context of, you know, maybe a few other issues. Um, the second point is like, um, I think this is important because like there's different ways that we can go about coming up with the, the kinds of answers that people will give. One, one thing is like, for example, we've got our blog, we are our forum. You know, if we, if we post, you know, the Chandler's question, right? And then we can kind of like begin to offer what we think people will say. That, that's one avenue. Because again, we want to come up with this collection of responses. A second one, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure it would, you know, I'm not sure it'd be the ideal strategy to like, let's say we wanted to kind of like ask people in person, you know, like take a survey, whatever. I'm not sure people who are overweight would feel comfortable answering questions like that. I, I don't know. But, but for this, we might want to ask people who are slender. You know, listen, we're taking a survey for an app we're developing. Why do you think some people like you are able to maintain your weight while others, you know, are not able to? So this, this could be, again, like, because the, 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 the stage where we're at now is we want to compile, you know, all, all these answers and then so that we can, like, you know, create the second, third, and fourth tier um, answers or questions to those. Yeah, the same program for the app can be repurposed for many different things. It doesn't have to necessarily just be about weight. Right. I think what, what we might want to do is, like, I mean, the reason we want to emphasize the weight, if we can, is simply because it pertains to the most number of people. You know, I think I think the statistic is like two thirds of Americans are overweight. Yeah. But again, a third a of Americans are obese and two thirds are overweight. Wow. All right. So like and, and also, um, you know, again, yeah, there's a lot of smokers. There are a lot of people who um, what else can we think of that the people um, people like can't sleep at night, you know, insomniacs, people. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. We, we can come up with, you know, maybe five or ten different options, but we might want to like, you know, um, just highlight or something the weight one or whatever. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, uh, obesity is the, the much bigger e epidemic in the in the Western world, particularly the U.S. and also I think the U.K. It's also a big issue, and also I think Latin America. Pretty much every industrialized and industrializing country has this issue, and it seems to be only getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I know, I know, and and again, so this is the perfect perfect um arena you know because again this is like you know we, we can explain to them cause and effect and nature and nurture and all that stuff but these are concepts this is a way for them to like step by step using their own reasoning arrive at, at this answer i wonder do you, i was are you gonna go no go ahead david all right I was, I was, sorry i was just gonna say yeah uh, um do you think you can uh, apply this to people that are also in poverty perhaps you know, like they 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 should be getting a job. They should be working. David, they brilliant. Be claiming. Yeah, brilliant, absolutely. And, and you know, you got me thinking. You know, who knows? Maybe the, the poverty thing is even um, a bigger thing. I, I think like two um, two billion people are, are living in, in either you know major or extreme poverty. Out of out of like what is it? We're up to seven billion or whatever. 7.3 billion. Right. I mean, it's, it's not, you know, because, like, I don't know if, like, you know, so we've got two-thirds of people overweight here in the United States. Globally, I don't know how, how many people are overweight. But, but certainly that, that is, that is a, a, a huge, you know, topic. Absolutely. Yeah.
and I, I wanted to say something. See, George, I think um, what's happening is the logic of causality and a-causality making free will impossible, while that's perfectly understandable if you're a, like, I, I suppose, isn't that kind of an abstract thing? when we're explaining a process of causality which is more general and what we're trying to do with this um, this this whole weight gain obesity fat shaming topic as well as other topics that we might include in this app that we're talking about we're making it specific we're taking from the general of causality to specific examples of personal experiences that people know that it's not in their control and once we once we get them to understand it from an example they can relate to, then they can expand that to the general. Right. So now I've got an idea. Since since it's going to take some time and effort and energy to compile these sec first, you know, the second, third, and fourth tier questions, and you know, like the the, the compile the answers and then the questions to them, we might want to start with the overweight problem once the app is up and running. Then we'll work on, you know, the next issue, whether it's poverty or smoking, whatever. Well, you know, once we have the app up, we can just keep adding to it. Yes, um, this is going to be really great. And sure, there are probably free tools that allow people to make um, apps for polling and this kind of stuff that we can use. And I suppose if, if there came a time where we did need like a professional programmer to really help with some feature of an app that we wanted to include, we could, we could eventually hire somebody to do something professional also. Hire someone or, I mean, like there's a lot of people on the internet, they love to do stuff for free, like uh, freeware, you know, we can, we get somebody to absolutely. You know, to get their name on it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, in fact, see, here's what's cool is that supposing that somebody um, does um, work for uh, on making this app, perhaps um, that will in some way enable them to basically advertise their programming skills and that will help them eventually make money because then other people will see what they can do and and that will lead them to hire them for other projects. So in a way, anybody who does help us, whether we pay them or whether they help us for free, they will be benefited. They'll be rewarded. Great idea, Chandler. All right. I just want to keep going around. Jamie, what are your thoughts? Um, sorry. Can you uh, repeat what you were saying? Well, basically, just like I had, what do you feel about this idea that just like, you know, Creating the app, you know, just like this leading people to through through their own reasoning, come to the, their own conclusion that free will is impossible, you know, rather than trying to, like, explain it to them. Um, I suppose it could work. Yeah. But um, how would you uh, get the app made? You know? Well, again, we're basically there are like I just saw last night there are free app uh, creating softwares and they're they're. The, the way I saw it, you know, it's like, it's like a no brainer. I mean, it's like, you know, you choose a theme, then like you choose what the text is. Then you choose, if it's a question, you choose how many um, options for the answer. I mean, I, I think it's really, really basic. No, oh, again, like, like word files where you can just create essays and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they've got it all geared up. It's not like, it's not like we have to know any programming language or anything. It's like when you're building a blog, you just choose a template, the background color, what the text is, you click OK, and boom, it's all done. Excellent. All right, so um, 
now all right so the next step i think because like part of this you know again part of this will be creating polls for facebook and other venues to get other people's input on this but i think you know with between us you know with with um mitch and trick and nick and you know the rest of the, the group also i think between us we can come up with at least you know three quarters of the possible responses i don't think it, it, it's going to be that difficult to figure out what most people will say. Yeah, um, it's it's very interesting because I actually have already received quite a few comments on the question that I posted to these websites yesterday. And so we're already off to a great start. I was gonna say, why not also include something like, a, like an interactive widget that you can put right into a website. So you go through one step and you click to the next step and it, it basically logically forces the the user to conclude that there can't be any free will. Michael, brilliant. This doesn't have to be limited to an app. We'll, we'll yep. have the, the web applications yeah. also. Yeah. And, you know, WordPress, which is a very popular blogging platform, which I use and, and George uses, I know, um, I, I believe it has a feature to create posts that have a poll that have multiple choice questions. And I've never used that before, but I might want to toy around with that idea and experiment with it to see, because what that would mean is if there was a way to create that on WordPress, then anyone who has a WordPress blog could probably find a way to include that as part of their blog. Okay. Um, Chandler, I'm curious. Um, let's take a bit of a segue because, you know, Right now, so we've got the basic idea. Now, the logistics would be the next step is to create the question on our forum, Free Will, Science, and Religion Forum. And I think the way we do this, like... Let's well, you say, would want to create like a flow chart where every answer has all the possible answers coming out in different lines and all the possible answers for those answers, and then it's all one giant logical flowchart. And I think the forum can be configured that way. There's, I think there's different ways to configure how the discussion develops. So that's one option. Another thing is like while we're developing this, no, yeah, that, that might be a better idea because I was thinking that like if we come up with one answer, right, and then you, you're, you're seeing, you know, you log on afterwards and see that one answer, then in your answer, you will like copy and paste the word, the first one and then add yours to the bottom. So that way, I mean, again, if, if we can like have this hierarchy, Michael, like, like you're describing, that might do it for us. But otherwise... Yeah, there's, a, there's free flowchart software on the internet that you can find. Excellent. Okay. So... Um, I'll send you guys a link to it. Cool. And... Um, all right, so yeah, I mean, like, we don't have to use the, the forum for this. There could be a brand new site to, to help us develop, absolutely. Okay, so like, yeah, Chandler, yeah, we've, we've got the basic idea, we've got the basic logistics. Now, I'm just curious, what, what are some of the answers you've come up with so far? Well, um, I don't remember any of the comments off the top of my head, but um, I do, although there was the general idea, some people mention um, gut bacteria and certain hormonal disturbances or medication that makes people gain weight. Those are a few of the general ideas from the comments I've already received. Chandler, you know, one good thing about these podcasts is they encourage us to brainstorm. And when we brainstorm, we come up with ideas that we wouldn't come up with otherwise. As you were just saying that, the thought came to me that, you know, any bookstore websites there's a lot of books that are devoted to helping people gain weight so in those books on those sites 
they're going to come up with lists of why people can't um, uh, lose weight or what, what makes it, you know, possible. You know, so I think a lot of our work is already done in that, in that area. That's true, George. And also, yeah, there are people who have a problem where they're trying to gain weight, but they can't. Like there was some kind of study I read where um, people were trying to gain 25% of their body weight, but some just couldn't. No matter how much they ate, they just couldn't because they have that kind of metabolism, that kind of system. With some illnesses, with some illnesses, that, that's a, you know, a side effect. And so, yes, it's, a lot of times it's important for people to gain weight. Um, just as a, a brief aside, you know, I think medical marijuana does that. I think you, know, you get the munchies. I mean, like, I think it acts in both ways. You know, makes you, but all right, whatever. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, um, what, what else, what else about this? We're worried about how, uh, how much time we got on this? Uh, about 29 minutes. I, we might as well, um, should we go to the hour on this or? Yeah, I think we should go to the hour on this because we're already intense in the brainstorming arena and we don't want to cut it short. Okay. Yeah, there are documentaries that, um, you know, give health advice uh, in regards to um, pe people's obesity problems, you know, involving bad diets and whatnot. And uh, one piece of good advice I picked up on is, uh, well, it's kind of obvious, really. You, you should limit your sugar intake because too many calories, you know, is obviously going to put on the pounds. But the problem with sugar is um, some studies have uh, shown that... Um, sugary foods and stuff uh, can be as addictive as cocaine apparently oh yeah and they're not really healthy either they're really you know bad in a lot of ways all right Next, i just, just thought of another consideration all right so like while the flow chart will allow us to kind of like put everything together i'm not sure if these online flow charts will allow for more than one author or contributor I'm, I'm not sure about that so like you know I think we, we would want to have like both the forum for developing the list and then like one of us will, will just like transfer them to the flow chart. You know, we have two documents. We might even have a three. We might even um, want to have it as a simple word document. You know, the first 15, let's say, reasons, then for each reason, you know, however many we can come up with. So, you know, just for the logistics. Yeah. And, you know, here's an interesting idea. Now, I don't know how this would be done, but supposing that like, well, you know, take, for example, a, a classical poll example, like on other polls where there's multiple choice, there's a question that'll be multiple choice, but then one of the options will be other, please comment. You know what I'm saying? Excellent. So then if, if none of the, if somebody has an answer that doesn't fit in with the multiple choice already in the list, then they can write their own. Right. Actually, no, that'll be like, I mean, that's not going to help. In other words, like on the app, we'll have that option other and that, that, you know, that other response will go directly to some kind of email or something to kind of like inform us or alert us that we've got to maybe like add another option. Exactly. That's the idea is once we see that, then like, oh, this should be one of the options on the list. Chandler, brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think we're off to a great start. I mean, the ideas are great and it should it should be fairly simple. I mean, and what's great about it is sure it will take time to develop the right um, polls, the right app, all these things. But one thing that's important is um, by having this question on multiple different websites, we get all kinds of different audiences. 
And, and then every time somebody answers a question, like on Yahoo Answers, for example, because I already have it on there, um, then you can reply to comments and ask them to clarify more. And then every time that somebody goes back to the website, they're reminded of this issue and they start saying, wait, you know, this is a very interesting question. This is a bigger topic than they might at first think. All right, I got another idea. Um, you, you all got Mitch's email recently about the possibility of creating a not-for-profit. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Our work so far has not been intended to generate money, income, whatever. But I think sometimes when we think in those terms, that will actually help us to disseminate you know, our basic theme and this whole free will thing even better. So in other words, like what we might want to do is create a not-for-profit and, you know, I, I looked into this in the past. It's really straightforward. You know, you just had to create a mission statement, whatever, have a board of directors. You know, we might want to chip in, let's say, $10, $20 each, whatever, for the, um, the cost, whatever. But, you know, once we have that, that we're an organization, then we could conceivably market the app to, like, get in touch with philosopher philosophy professors throughout the country, throughout the world, saying, listen, you know, um, I'm sure like in your classes you deal with this free will issue because it's the number one topic in philosophy, you know, that's been written about the most and all. Um, actually, I'm not sure if, you know, I've heard that, you know, consciousness may uh, rival it, whatever. But so like, in other words, we might, um, we might want to kind of like create like the free app to get the public and then some some kind of feature um, for the for the academia, you know, uh, you know, we would have to come up with some kind of benefit that would be useful to them that um, that wouldn't be in, in the free app. Maybe maybe um, I don't know, maybe sources, academic sources for things. Yeah, I mean, this this expands into so many different I ideas of how we can use this because. I think this will bring a whole new change to the free will debate as well as get the public aware about the issue of obesity and, and food addiction and all those kinds of things because I think that's actually like the biggest issue of the issues like the overweight issue is probably bigger than all the other issues because I think it affects the most people. It, and second to that is probably the issue about, you know, the whole sexuality thing. There are still people who believe that sexuality is a choice. And yet the public has become more informed about that. Okay, now I want to go around again, you know, to see uh, your input again on this. But before that, just briefly, Chandler, you, you know, you listen to these podcasts, you edit things and all, right? I mean, like, before you upload them. So if you could do this while you're listening to this, kind of like summarize, summarize the points into a, um, into an email that conceivably, you know, can, you know, you might want to blog it also, you know, I don't know if you have a, a word blog or something, but you know, to, to get this idea out there. So like, so we can email it to the rest of the group. So, that, you know, cause I don't know if everybody's going to listen to this podcast, but just in case they don't, and also to just have it recorded so that like, let's say we, we want to bring some other people on it. Rather than having them listen to the hour podcast, we could just send them this brief, you know, summary of the idea. Yeah, um, I might be able to do that a little bit as I write the description for this episode. But also remember, you know, it can always be um, 
edited later. And so what's good is like if you have suggestions and stuff that we can later go back and um, add it to the episode description. But then, of course, also can be post reposted elsewhere. We'll, want, we'll probably want to email it to the group. We'll probably want to include it on our Free Will Science Religion forum. So, yeah, um, we're, we're going to work on that, I guess. <laughs> okay, all right. So let's go around again. I'm um, David. Um... Michael, Jamie, what do you guys think about, like, you know, the not-for-profit, the, the, you know, like, the monetizing this, the, the, these other, you know, um, uh, ancillary ideas? Um, I'm, I'm not sure about uh, monetizing it, but, yeah, I, I, ju I just don't know about the, the monetizing. Well, idea. again, we, we would offer a free version. You know, that would, that would be like, that would just, you know, it would be much easier. When, when we don't have to charge, we can get it up and running, you know, much more quickly. But yeah, who knows? That 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 may not work. It may not be necessary. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess if we incur any kind of costs, like substantial costs, then yeah, monetizing it makes sense. But um, yeah, I wouldn't do it just off the top of my head. Well, no, you got to. I mean, because like if we create a not-for-profit, see, not-for-profit organizations can sell products, you know, and they can generate income from that. Now they have to use it for the mission of the not-for-profit. So, I mean, like, let's say we start making money. Let's say we start making, like, serious money, hundreds, a few thousand, whatever. We could take out ads in the New York Times and, and like, newspapers, magazines, um, advertising the app, advertising our, our, you know, our mission. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. And uh, I think I should be in charge of the money. <laughs> David's always such a great joker, isn't he? <laughs> Okay, Michael, what are your thoughts? Um, I just got an idea. Um, have you ever, have you guys ever considered uh creating a Patreon account? Uh, um, I'm I'm not familiar. Explain it. It's a it's it's basically it's a Patreon. It's a site, and you can create a page on it. And you can have people uh donate money to you uh using all different kinds of uh metrics. You can have um uh, you can have people sign up to give you just one dollar a month. Or it could be three dollars a month or five dollars a month, and if you get a few thousand people to do that, you can generate five to ten thousand dollars a month, which is a lot of money to be doing to, to get to fund various different kinds of projects that we want to do, like creating the app and maybe putting up ads and stuff like that, or maybe getting some more uh, maybe fancy fanciful videos on on the YouTube on the YouTube channel and stuff like that. But yeah, Patreon is a big thing. A lot of YouTube personalities use Patreon accounts. I'm a, I'm a donator to one Patreon account. Uh, I give, I give a, a dollar per video and it, it usually adds up to about maybe three to $5 a month. But that's another thing that could be done in addition to the, uh, to the, um, uh, non-for-profit. Absolutely. That's excellent. So, you know, let so me, guys, let me send you guys the links to that right now. Yeah, and for that, basically, we'd want to kind of like present, you know, why they're donating, what the, the kind of good we're doing for the world. We're leading the world to a brand new consciousness. So, like, yeah, on the Patreon account, you'll essentially put up a mission statement and a small description of what the, the whole goal of the project is. Excellent. Excellent. Absolutely. Um, and again, so this, you know, this can revolve around the not for profit. Like, you know, hopefully. Um, Mitch should Mitch should definitely um, listen to this podcast. We'll, we'll send him an email. Just encourage him to do that. In addition to the uh, seeing the summary, 
And so like some of us can be working on that. Some of us can be working. I guess we can all a fun part of this will be trying to come up with the, the responses in the second and third, fourth tier, whatever. But we can just like, you know, delegate what some of us could be working on the app thing. So just, you know, you create teams for this. Yes, um, this is going to be very interesting. I mean, because everybody, everybody will be able to participate in this 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 project, I think, in some way. Every, everyone can make suggestions, and this is a way for all the co-hosts and, of course, all sorts of other people to make suggestions, too, you know. So, yeah, I think this is kind of um, a big, exciting project. We're going to get this off the ground. Sounds good. Okay, um, we're about 40 minutes. Let's see, what, what, else, what else do we need to talk about? What about the idea of um, funding, like, a uh, free will documentary? Guys, I'm working on that as, a, as an independent project. Um, you know, um, I'm working with somebody. I'm not, I, I don't want to say anything about it because, like, you know, I, I heard, um, I read this, this statement once that, like, successful or rich people talk about things that they've done. Whereas, like, people who aren't as successful talk about things that they want to do and whatever. So, like, I'm going to, like, yeah, we're, we're working on that, David. Absolutely. And when, when we get that, and, and, huh? And I don't suppose you're going to bring bring in Sam Harris into it because Sam Harris has got other things in his plate. No, well. no, no. This is going to be this is going to be bigger than Harris. Harris has moved on to other free will things. I mean, we might include him in in one of the you know researchers, neurologists, neuroscientists that, that get this. But this is you know um, this we're going to try to like for you know for a major project. And within you know now that we've got this going, by the time the film is ready to be you know, produced and shot and put together, we might actually want to like, you know, include in the, in the documentary this this app that we've created. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and, 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 and you know, in a sense of like just letting the world know that it's there. Yeah, I suppose it's a good idea because uh, just recently, you know, uh, Sink from, um, I think that's how you, how you pronounce his name, that guy from Young Turks YouTube channel, um, apparently he got into an argument with Sam Harris about something. Um, Sent to do with like terrorists or something. I don't know. Yeah, Harris is, is very, you know, he's very pro Jewish, anti Islamic and stuff, um, yeah. I think. And so he, he gets a lot of flack for that because, you know, like I'm Jewish and like, you know, Israel, unfortunately, however, has really abused the Palestinians. They really have, you know, it's really yeah, horrible what they do. Yeah, but here's, here's the problem. I mean, um, the terrorists, they're, they're the ones that brought the stigma on to the Muslims in the first place, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, let's, yeah, that's a whole kind of complicated thing. And also, like, actually, like, it's relevant to this, Jamie, because, like, to the extent that people don't get, to the extent that people understand that we'd have a free will, sure, they might have differences with other populations, other, you know, groups of people. But when everybody gets that no, nothing's up to any of us, people are going to be a lot more understanding, you know? Yeah. And, you know, there's one more issue aside from the overweight issue, the sexuality issue, the smoking and other issues that could eventually be included as part of this app and that sort of thing. There's one other issue of the whole gender thing and the sexism in the world. Like when you consider all throughout history and even in present day how badly women are treated, think about this. Who would choose to be a woman? There you go. Sexuality. I mean, why well, you... Caitlyn Jenner chose to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, they're going to say Caitlyn Jenner chose to be a woman. Yeah, and we'll have to respond to that. 
Guys, I just got another idea. In addition to the to the app and the website, once we have this, let's say, as a Word document, um, through hyperlinks, we could create a Kindle book. You know, like the Kindle book on the on the first page. You know, like uh, because the Kindle books are hype are um, they're hyperlinked. So, like, you know, the, it starts out with like why. You know, first of all, they can pick the question whether it's like weight or smoking or, or poverty, whatever, and then like you know. Um, they they click their their choice of what the best answer is is what they click that'll take them to a, a different section of the book and then they'll click on that so like this is another avenue yes I mean yeah there's so many different ways since we have the whole power of the internet and all this technology I mean there's just endless things this can turn into it could turn into the newest meme the viral thing <laughs> all right guys and so like the next thing is like um yeah, this is great because, like, this is a project that's going to require organization. Um, you know, we'll, we'll start creating the teams, and we can even, like, you know, recruit maybe other people who aren't working necessarily with the podcast. Because some people are a bit shy about going, you know, uh, live audio and all that stuff. So this would be another way to actually, like, you know, if we start creating the not-for-profit, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll bring a lot more people into, into, you know, to help us with this whole, you know, this, um, this, um, this app thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And this whole like, uh, religion thing, I mean, this, this pushes hatred to, um, you know, protected groups um, a lot of the time, like, especially towards, uh, gay people and stuff, because how, Chandler, this is what I don't understand, right? I could be gay being, a, how could it be a sin to be gay, right? when they don't choose it? I mean, where does morality come into it? Well, yeah, and when it comes to morality, um, first of all, people have their different ideas about morality, and the only reason that I've ever heard of why people say gay is a sin is because, well, God doesn't like it. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, yeah, it's still not a choice. It was, it, was pre, it was preset either by the universe or a conscious being, so... Jamie, you bring up an excellent point, and let's get one thing straight. How can something be against God or, or against God's will, whether God is some man in the sky or whether God is defined as the universe, as George would say? Well, either way, it doesn't work because there's no way you can say that God or the universe um, caused somebody to be gay, but they're still responsible for it. How do you do that? Yeah, how does that even work? You know, it just doesn't compute, does it? No, it doesn't. It's completely illogical. Well, the, the problem, the problem with a lot of religious people is that they believe in free will. <laughs> That's the whole problem. That's the fundamental flaw in their thinking. Yeah, but they blame they blame people for the most obvious things. You know, what I mean, they, they, it's obvious that homosexuality and mental illness and things of that nature are not chosen. It's just, it's just an, a no-brainer, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, uh, not long ago, Christians were uh, persecuting people merely for being left-handed. A couple hundred years ago, it was considered because the devil was left-handed, supposedly, or whatever. And so <laughs> righteous people righteous people are right-handed, and if you wrote with your left hand, the teachers in religious schools would beat you until you wrote with your right hand. You know, guys, that's actually where the word sinister comes from. You know, sinister, yeah. I think, means left. Whoa, <laughs> that's that's insane. I mean, I, I didn't realize that people were being persecuted for being left handed. 
Christianity, it, it, that lasted for like hundreds and hundreds of years. I think it's because the, 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 the devil is left-handed. And uh, you know who else is left-handed? Barack Obama. Coincidence, huh? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> You're, dude, I'm, I'm cracking up so much. This is hilarious. Yeah, um, that's another issue. Did you did who would freely will themselves to be left-handed if they were going to be persecuted? <laughs> George, George, are you left-handed? Um, no, no, I'm right-handed. Interesting. Most of my girlfriends have been left left-handed, though. Curiously, I don't know why. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, and we obviously we don't choose that. <laughs> I think left-handed people tend to be more evolved, more progressive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's an interesting thing right there. But what it comes down to is that what, whether it's what hand we're better at, at using or our food or, or sexual preferences or how easily we gain or lose weight, the, we realize that we couldn't have chosen to have different genetics that led to those things. And allegedly, um, epileptics were accused of being possessed by um, demons as well, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, and see, this is what's so confusing. I've never understood this, but it does seem that usually it's the most religious people who have the highest levels of free will belief, but at the same time, all their other teachings conflict with this because everything that happens is God's will or the devil made them do it or, or, or whatever. And yet it's still, they're still responsible for whatever they do, even though it's totally out of their control and it was fated by God or whatever. Yeah, there, was a, there was a woman in, I think, Georgia recently who <laughs> accidentally said the N-word while teaching and her excuse was, well, the devil got into her and made her say it and then quickly left. Isn't that just ridiculous? I know, and yet people say that. It just like, you know, whenever some earthquake happens, it's because women are wearing yoga pants or because there's homosexuals in that area or something like that. And people say this stuff on television sometimes and nobody calls them out on it. It's like, well, like people just accept it. People say these weird things. Okay, yeah, guys, one of the sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Michael. I was going to say one of the the um, ideas I have for an app or a widget or something that that uh, kind of takes the users through the steps to realize that free will is false would be a question like uh, something I brought up earlier on a couple of podcasts ago, which is the one of the ways in which you refute free will to religious believers like traditional theists who think that God created the universe, and one of the reasons they justify that is by saying that, well, well, anything that begins to exist has a cause, but that logically entails determinism, and you can use that as a way to force a theist who believes that you know, nothing can begin to exist without a cause to concluding that determinism is true. Excellent, excellent. All right, guys, we've got about eight minutes left, so let me propose something. So like, with, with this, you know, if it's all right with you guys, I'll be kind of like the project manager of this, just kind of like, you know, but, but we're going to need, we're going to need people to like, to create the not-for-profit, to look more into the app software, to like, you know, to develop the, the flow chart, you know, to, to, um, you know, to, to post the, uh, the, you know, there, there are going to be different, different kinds of things. So like what I'm suggesting is like, for example, next Sunday, hopefully trick and, uh, Michael Laster and Mitch, 
and perhaps you know perhaps Nick or some other people will join us and we can we can use this podcast you know actually as a um a way to organize this you know to to generate ideas to like you know get into more detail because you know the, the fact is I mean how many channels how many episodes do we have already this is episode 124 yeah, so like, so I think we can afford to kind of like, we don't have to like necessarily devote every podcast to, um, to the free will. And, and also like, you know, part of these, these um, meetings that we can have is like, we can go into the details of the actual, you know, the text, the questions, the answers, you know, in other words, like, um, we might want to like just brainstorm, you know, we'll go through all the, the, um, the responses to the first question and then we'll consider, did we miss any? And so, like, you know, we, we might, you know, want to use these these uh, podcasts as as kind of like, you know, working meetings to just like, you know, to just further develop this. Yeah, George, my idea here was because there's all these different websites where people are on there answering questions that, that people ask, you know, like Quora and Yahoo Answers. And because I already have that posted, see what we can do in future episodes is we can read the responses anonymously because um, it doesn't matter who said, said them and, and respond to them on the podcast as well as, as use that for information to include in the app and all that kind of stuff. Sounds good. And, you know, we, we can also invite, you know, people who have written books on losing weight or something or have websites. We can invite them to be a guest on this, you know, like if, if they agree with our basic premise to just like so they get us to, be, to better understand the issue in, in ways that, that we may not. That's right, because there are people who have, that's been sort of their life mission is, for example, their mission is to help people lose weight. And so they've done all kinds of research. They're more of an expert in the field than any of us are. So that's great. All right. So let, let's actually we, I think maybe we can begin to to. Um, to create kind of like tasks and teams and stuff. So Chandler, um, how about if you um, start us off on the the um, the forum? You know, just the the question. Then, like, you got to you know send us an email. You might want to kind of like um, include that in part of this, this summary that you send everyone. You know, just like you know at the end. So like, so here's how we're gonna start. So this is something actually we can all participate in, but. Um, I, I guess, excuse me, before we was assign or just, you know, select what we want to work on, um, and maybe we can save this for, for next podcast where, cause like, you know, we're, we have about four minutes left, but we will go over what, what's required, you know, somebody again to, to go into the app, somebody to like, to create the not for profit to look, you know, Michael, I think you can lead us through that, that, um, um, what, what was that, that, that fundraising site? Patreon. Uh, Patreon. Yeah. So like, you know, so we'll, we'll develop teams, you know, and, and just, you know, that'll, that'll, and, and so part of this will be like, you know, uh, for example, next, well, maybe the Sunday after that, once we've developed teams, we can each kind of like fill in the group in terms of where we are, what, what we've done and all, you know, get really organized with this. Yes. Um, this is going to be great. And so, yeah, um, I guess the first thing is because when I'm editing this, I can try to summarize um, what we talked about a little bit in this episode of some of our ideas. 
But if I don't do it w right enough, then of course you can. We can email each other. We can post in the forum. We can discuss it and keep improving our summary of this plan. Um, and yeah, I think George, since you kind of have this this idea in mind, it's sort of in in your brain how this works. Then yeah, I think it's good for you to be sort of like the project manager of this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, but again, like you know, we'll 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 have be. We'll be managing our, our each section. In other words, like I'm not sure if I'm going to get involved with the not-for-profit stuff. I think Mitch, you know, may want to lead that. You know, so, so we'll just like you know <laughs> develop our teams. Yes, that each each person can participate in the way that's best suited for them. Okay. Yeah. So um. So how are we on time, George? We've got about two minutes. Do we go like to the very end, or what? What do we do? What? what do you, um, I'm not sure um, if there's anything anyone else has to say real quick before we end this episode, then... Mm, not for me. Okay. So, George, you want to do the closing? No, Chandler, you do it. I'm talked out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sure. Okay. You've been listening to Free Will, Science, and Religion with Chandler Klebs, George Ortega, David Joseph, Michael Walsh, and Jamie Soden, and we've been brainstorming our ideas about how to ask people questions so that they realize that it's not people's free will or choice to be overweight. And we can extend this to the general principle of how nothing is really up to us and how free will is a total illusion. So we're going to continue this, this theme for a while and we're going to work on making polls and apps and cool stuff like that. So thank you for listening and goodbye.